strong. And I feel like I'm in a place in my life where I have to decide between, like, either, like, really, like, getting my life together or just, like, partying like I'm a high school senior who knows they're going to community college, you know? <laughs> just like, it's senior year, let's do math, you know? <laughs> you know, but then the other part of me is like, I need to get my shit together. You know, like, I need to raise my Uber score. Um, I have such a terrible Uber score, and what sucks is I don't even know why, you know, because I get my worst Uber scores when I'm like blackout drunk, you know? <laughs> Which I guess makes me a bad Uber driver, but it's... <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> I gotta do my job, honk honk, baby! Uh... If you wanna go and take a ride with me with three women all crammed in the backseat Oh why do I live this away? Hey, must be the funny! But if you wanna take a free ride with me Make me laugh from the back of my Camry Oh why do I live this away? Hey, must be the funny! You just got stuck at a four-way stop. 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 This episode is called Disclaimers. It's called that because it's full of disclaimers. We decided that we were changing the format in the middle of putting this episode together. Usually we have the stand-up comedy bits come at the end after the Turn On Your Headlights special with our guest comedian in the back seat. But we thought it might be fun to change up the format and give you a taste of the comedian before the episode starts. So if you thought Beckett Kenny's bit was pretty funny, stick around till the end because he's got a hilarious interview in the back seat on this episode. That being said, let's start the rest of the show. Hey, everybody. I'm Brock with No K, and you just got stuck at a four-way stop. Here once again with my co-host, Chase. How we doing today, Chase? Hey, doing great, Brock. Awesome, awesome. So our first story comes to us uh, a couple weeks ago. Dead & Company was in town, so I added the prompt to the list. That time I did mushrooms. Now, we didn't get a mushroom story, but we did get a first-time acid story. So let's get right to it. Sure, let's get right into it. Unless you have anything, unless you have, do you have anything to add? Do you want to talk at all? Sorry, I didn't ask. Yeah, the only thing I want to add is our special guest is Beckett Kenny, a stand-up comedian in Chicago. Super talented, super funny. Um, you're going to love this bit. He was a guy that told me to get up on stage and encouraged me to do it. So uh, You'll love to see it. So, yeah. anyways, let's get, in. let's get into these stories. Yeah, let's get into the first two stories. All right, we got Shane in the backseat. Shane, you wanted to talk about the first time you did acid? Yeah, bro. Awesome. But I'm curious where your mohawk went. My mohawk? What do you mean? She said you had a mohawk in your picture. Oh, do I? Uh, the, maybe it was just the hair in the front. The little, the little quaff or whatever Oh, uh, okay. Well, we'll talk about that mohawk later. Okay, okay. Yeah, so the first time I did acid was in 1998. Okay. And I was in a dorm room uh, with a bunch of friends, and we decided to have a party that night. And one of my friends said, hey, I've got some acid that we want to do. And I had done it before, but it seemed like a fun you time. Ha- you had or had not? I had not okay. done it before. So it seemed like a good opportunity to do that. And we had a, probably about 15 people in our dorm room and a bunch of beer. So I'm starting to kind of feel the effects of acid, but I'm not drinking anything. And so we're too loud after like a half hour. I'm starting to feel kind of funky. And all of a sudden, door knocks. I open the door, and it's the police. Oh, no. And so I slam, immediately slam the door and yell out to the very small room of people, the cops are outside. 
And so they start banging on the door again, and, and eventually I'm like, we gotta open it up. I don't know what we're gonna do. This is like, you know, and I'm only 18 or 19 years old at the time. And so we open the door, and they're like, I they're, believe there's alcohol here. You know, you're, I think there's a party. And I was like, yeah, there's alcohol, but you're not allowed in. And I'm like all like tripping out, remembering my, my, my Miranda rights from, you know, <laughs> high school classes on the so, you know like political science or whatever yeah watching cops <laughs> and so i get everybody out in the hallway i'm like you're not allowed to come to my room but i'll bring out all the beer and so what was about 50 or 60 beers i brought out four <laughs> and i was like this is all the beers we have and so they go down person by person is this your beer well no it's not my beer you know no, so of course not to never admit get to me and i'm tripping so i'm just like well, I, uh, I, uh, it's mm, i guess i'm left yeah sure it's me <laughs> he goes well you're under arrest and i was like oh my god so they take me to the police station and they start fingerprinting me and i'm like my friends are like oh my god he's on acid what are we gonna do and i was a pledge in a fraternity and so they're fingerprinting me and uh the person goes your hand is so limp. <laughs> What's wrong with your your hand? And I'm like trying to think quick. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm a pledge and a fraternity, and I just been cleaning for like days. On <laughs> and she's like, oh, makes sense. <laughs> And so I'd like they had me like locked up for like about a half hour and then finally I was able to get out. Like I don't know how I had friends come and get you. And back in college police, as long as you have a friend come get you, right, right. they kinda release you on your own own and, accord. And it was the nineties, so they're a little bit more lenient. Yeah. And then it was happened to be mom's weekend. Oh fun. And so we no, my mom was not there at the time, thankfully. <laughs> it'd been a, it'd been weird if it was. And I got to watch these drunk moms, I was just tripping balls. Got the and it was raining, and I got to watch these drunk moms just fall all over oh, town. Nice. <laughs> and uh, you know, we ended up being up all night, but it was uh, a crazy first like two and a half hours of my first trip. That is quite the quite the first trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, awesome, Shane. Well, thank you for coming on. Anything that you guys want to plug or promote you got going on in your life? Uh, I'm right now. I'm currently rejecting blessings from people. Okay. <laughs> and so, if someone blesses me, like have a blessed day. Yeah. I'm, it's a thing I'm doing, and just saying, I'm saying, like, uh, I reject your blessing. <laughs> Hashtag no blessings. No blessings. Yeah. So maybe I'll maybe I'll accept a blessing one day. But right now, if you see me on the street. I'm not accepting any blessings, uh, so please, no blessings. No blessings for Shane. No blessings for Shane. Yeah. <laughs> That's too Thanks, fun. Brock. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We're going to cut out, and God bless you guys. Got <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> some drunk college stories. Plenty, but uh, this is just the one off the top of my head, I guess. So first year of college, didn't know what I was doing, right? So I went right. to community college for a year, transferred to University of Iowa, and upon getting there, I actually was like told, hey, there's no housing for you in the dorms. So oh. you, gotta, you, you know, you're sh kind of shit out of luck, you gotta find something. I end up like running into people in the street, basically, get into a house with them, you know, blah, 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 find a job at this bar. It's called Summit, which if you've been to Iowa City, I'm sure you've heard of it. It was a good job. Yeah. But also kind of a scummy, scummy bar, to okay. be honest with you. A dive bar? Yeah. They call it scum. They call it, they call it scum it. Not a dive bar. No, okay. it's just like a very douchey. Oh. 
you know, it's, it was like one of the Sounds biggest. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, it, it was. It was, absolutely, for like a college, you know, young college kid. But, yeah. So I got a job there. But my first Friday after class, FAC, I got pretty shit-faced. As you would on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. And um, go in there at the end of the night, which is a bad decision because it was like, you know, judgment's out the door. And go in, the security guard, whatever, door guy, which is what I was maybe going to do that and like doorman. I hadn't started yet. I was like supposed to do my first meeting that Sunday. Oh, no. You went to your work? Wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a story I'm supposed to tell, right? Uh, yep, go ahead. <laughs> so, I was just, yep, keep, keep and it wasn't a big deal for him, right? He was just like, you know, I had a fake ID, and it was my brother, okay. and his name's Jimmy. Gave Shout my, out to Jimmy. Right, yeah. So J- Jimmy, on my ID, as soon as I uh, like, he gave me my ID back. I was like, hey, yeah, my name's Danny. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm starting to work here, right? Next week. He was like, cool, no big deal, right? <laughs> Go Even in. Your ID says Jimmy. Exactly. Yep. That's the sort of place you're dealing with. Like, it, didn't, it doesn't matter. Um, underage drinking is what's fueling the business here, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, but I get, uh, I get, I get How through. many underage drinking tickets did you have? Right then? Uh, throughout your career. Oh, boy. Underage drinking. Shit, like it. probably six. I had three. Yeah, I had a lot, man. I had a lot. I mean, part of it was me. Part of it was the uh, environment, and just, I mean, sh- they ran, they ran like a million dollars, I guess, in tickets a year oh, in geez. Iowa City. It was a lot, yeah. Like they, they made a lot of money in Iowa City, their police department. Anyways, I, we get, we get in, we we get to a table, and police come in probably around like eleven thirty, and we've been drinking since four. It was a long day. Come up to our table. I guess we're one of the closer tables. And I, you know, got a baby face. Absolutely. And I'm I'm also underage, so double yeah. whammy. They pull us out, start, you know, asking for IDs. I just lied to them and said, I don't have it. I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm I'm pretty fast. I ran, I ran track for a year in community college and in high school. And uh, they're, like, looking at my other... Cohorts there, whatever, and I tried to split straight between them. They took me down right away. <laughs> you know, I hit the ground like I got tackled. Were, were you pretty? Were you wasted at that point? Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very, yeah. very, okay. very, very, very. So, but I remember, I remember pretty clearly, like thinking to myself, "I'm, I'm fast as fuck. I can get, I can get past them. It's okay." I'm fast as fuck, boy. False sense of confidence. Totally. <laughs> and like, as fast as you might be, like you're wasted, and you're like probably licking your lips, looking like at the door, thinking you're slick. But they they can literally tell they, they know what exactly you're about to do. Yeah. <laughs> you big dumb idiot. So, yeah, they take me down. I hit the ground. It's you the, actually got into like a starting motion. Right. Like you're right. About to run a race. Absolutely. Like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? <laughs> tackle me as soon as my belly hits the ground i just start pissing my pants because i've been drinking all day yeah and it's like he got got you on the bladder oh yeah they got me good like slammed me right to the ground like he kind of leg swept me and used my momentum to get me it was a good it was a good little tackle right so So how did the end how did the night end dude he so i pissed my pants like you (laughs) would not believe Right, because it was a gut punch the way he threw me down. Yeah. And uh, I get dragged out and fired on the spot. <laughs> Straight on the spot. On I, the, I completely forgot about it that it was at your work. Yeah, <laughs> on the curb. Awesome. It was my, it, I hadn't started my first day. 
But the good news is I ended up going to a different bar and made a lot of very good friends. And Awesome. Yeah, it was a good story. Everything ends well. Um, very much so. So neither of us neither of us worked at this Domino's, but the manager there was my old manager from Domino's back in my hometown. She had moved up in the world and was working in Madison now. We stopped in to try and get some free pizza. Just a late night Saturday she, night pickup. Heidi was like, Brock, I need you back here. And I was like, We're, I'm wasted. And she's like, I don't care. I need more bodies back here. I have no one. And I was like, can Chase come too? She's like, yeah, whatever. So we're just like manning the track. They put me on the phones phones and (laughs) I would just answer. Be like, yeah, hi, this is Domino's. Uh, What do you want? And then they'd be like, yeah, can I get like a large pepperoni pizza? Sure, sure, sure. And I would just pretend to enter the order into the system. And then I'd get their address and then be like, okay, cool. It'd be like 30, 40 minutes. I'd hang up. Their pizza would not get made. There would be no order. <laughs> there was no. <laughs> so there, and then a call came through and it was one of my good friends from high school. It was his brother's name. So I picked up the phone and I was like, hello. And I was like, hey, this is Brock from high school. <laughs> and they're like, what? What's like, what's going on right now? And I was like. Uh, just so you guys know, there's no way you're getting pizza from here tonight. Bye. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were double trouble, man, back then. We were definitely troublemakers. Uh, wow. Speaking of troublemakers, the next couple kids. stories are <laughs> filled with trouble. With this next story, being a parent myself, you have to do some crazy things for your kids sometimes. And this story here just proves it. Let's get to it. All right, we've got Isley in the backseat. Isley, you said you had a story about getting food poisoning. What happened? So when I was about six, five or six, maybe a little older, let's just spice it up a bit and say I was like eight or nine. Okay, eight or nine. My mom went away on a work trip and it was just me and my dad at home. Okay. And that of course means we're going to eat Taco Bell. Every night. Every night. Well, haha. So we eat Taco Bell. I get what I usually get, which is just like chips and nacho cheese. Sure. And I got really sick. And it was actually the first time I remember heaving, like learning what heaving was. And I had the runs. I was like shitting my pants. (laughs) And I was sleeping in my dad's bed, like shitting my pants. And I had to go to the doctor. We call my mom. Obviously, she's like freaking out. And she's like, what'd you do? And we didn't mean to turn this into like a poop, <laughs> a poop show, but it's slowly just becoming that. So, <laughs> but sorry, keep no, going. No, it's okay. So I was, yeah, I was shitting, and we went to the doctor, and he gave us um, this device and a pill that I learned later on in life was a suppository, <laughs> and it came with this like contraption, a really scary thing like a scary thing especially if it has to go up your butt like an applicator yes but it looked like a hole puncher like that's scary (laughs) and my dad told me that the pill had to go up my butt (laughs) and i was freaking out and then um long story short i'm 
on all fours on the couch and this is this is how my dad describes it he he had to put it up my butt he had to put the suppository in my butthole and he said that my he, let's go back to saying you were like four or five yeah. <laughs> and he says that he never knew that buttholes like ate things because he said that it's when a, it's he, a sphincter yeah when he put the pill he said it went like and like completely <laughs> ate it and it just like disappeared and I remember that I remember that feeling because we both looked at each other and just started cracking up because it didn't hurt at all. And I just remember being like, imagine if that hole puncher was in my butt. <laughs> but it was just my dad Pushing putting a suppository up my butt. Fun, fun. That's my funny story. All right, go ahead with your your toilet story. Okay, so my current roommate, she's fabulous. However, one night she went home with a guy that she's known for a very long time. They were friends growing up and they go home, they hook up and has a great night, whatever. Wakes up in the morning, really has to take a shit. And so naturally, you know, duty calls. She goes to the bathroom and she goes to flush it and it's not working. Toilet gets totally clogged. Oh no. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, like I'm gonna see this guy like all the time. He's like one of my, like, my best friends. Like we go out with him all the time. So she was like, I, I don't know what, what to do. So naturally, um, she picks it up with her bare hands oh, no. and oh, puts rude. it in, oh. what is it even called? The, the, to the tank at the top of the toilet where the water like refreshes every time you flush. So she basically upper decked the toilet One, with, her bare, with her bare hands. With her bare hands <laughs> oh, and remained anonymous about the whole thing for like four years <laughs> until like two weeks ago she just they were all out at a bar and she just decided to come clean about the whole thing oh that's awesome so he just like didn't know and no the guy was like i literally would have never guessed that was you i guess he had like was kind of going through a lot of girls at the time and he was like i never knew that would have been you she was like oh my god you're kidding that i could have like remained anonymous but it would have been awesome if the revealing would have been through this podcast right i know i, mean, I, I wish now she it's was out here there. yes um and we'll make sure she's cool with you telling this story oh well. she, she would love it this <laughs> okay, is like awesome. it's fame awesome, yeah awesome all right well we're almost there so yeah. i'm gonna log off right away all right we got rob in the back seat rob what do you got for us tonight? You got a good story? This is the time that I put Nair in my roommate's uh, shampoo. We it was my freshman year of college. Okay. I am one of five black people throughout a college of over 3,500 students. Okay. We can honestly say that it was a small white town and racism was like really high. Yeah as it unfortunately is in a lot of small white towns. Yeah, so earlier in that day, me and one of the other black people, we went out to get some Subway and little kids, literally two siblings, walked up to us and said, mommy, look, the chocolate people. Oh God. <sighs> so, <laughs> didn't take offense to it, they're kids. Yeah, yeah. The roommate, he was the, Unless the parents are teaching them to call black people chocolate people, which would be awful. Awful, but funny. <laughs> if you think it's funny, <laughs> the, hey, whatever. It's better than an N-word. That, that's very true. So, 
for possibly about a week straight me and the other black guy we had fun with it like hey look it's the chocolate person <laughs> and then the white roommate started getting in up on it uh-oh no it was fine okay it was fine and then we had one that i want to say his name but yeah, he, if you wanna, and then you that way he'll he'll know it was me <laughs> give him a fake name if you want whatever doesn't matter to me okay ralph <laughs> yeah we got ralph yeah, he started going in with the chocolate people thing a little hard. And then just one day out of the blue, we got into an argument. It was over something really, really, really small. Okay. Like, hey, you used my shampoo and you didn't let me know. I ran out. Next time, can you let me know? Yeah. He went off saying that, you know, I don't have to tell you anything. You're nothing but a dumb n-word oh so i was like okay i can't hit you because if i do i'm just gonna look like the normal angry black guy so i'll figure out a way to get back at you i thought for sure that he was gonna come in with their just a chocolate person that would have maybe been a little more comical but oh, i would have <laughs> laughed i would have laughed <laughs> yeah you can't so, come in come in hard like that oh yeah hard r too so yeah so later that day, he went to Walmart. He went and bought shampoo. So did I, because we went together. So things cool, cooled down? No. No, okay. The school had access for us to go to Walmart. Okay. So we both jumped up on the little boat thing to go to the, to go to the store. Yeah. So we get in there. He still proceeded to, like, you know, try to tear me down a little bit. Yeah. Saying... Oh, don't forget to get your shampoo since it's so precious to you and everything. So it was like, okay. I bought a small bottle of Nair. He got his shampoo later on that night. Put Nair in it. <laughs> Shook it up really, really, really. Real, real good. Yep. He had like one of those really, really curly Jufros. Okay. Two days later, he was bald. <laughs> because it started coming out in chunks as he was washing his hair that like two days later that's wild and how did what did he do about it was he pissed was uh oh he he thought he had alopecia (laughs) so did he go to the doctor and he's like yep (laughs) went to the doctor everything was bald for the rest of the school year and i was just in my dorm room happy so, first of all, don't grab your crap out of the toilet with your bare hand. How are you supposed to get it out? Use a plastic bag like the story we had in episode one. <laughs> and then and then just leave it on the counter. <laughs> I just don't understand why she had to pick up the poop with her bare hand. I, I don't either. I mean, how... I guess, though, how... How else are you supposed to get it out? Like, what, are you going to use a towel to scoop it up? It's going to get soaked. The poop's going to just become a mess. And, like, then it also, what if it's, like, not a solid piece of poop? It has to be solid if she grabbed it out with her hand. Yeah, I'm just talking hypothetically here. All right, enough poop talking. All right, Um, we're done shit talking. (laughs) If you like what we're doing and you want to support the show so that we can continue to do this and to provide you with funny stories every week. We're not going to have poop stories every week. I promise we do have deeper content. This is not a poo cast. We must assure (laughs) you we are not trying to make a poo cast. But 
But come follow us at the Four Way Stop on Instagram, number four way stop podcast if you want to support the show follow us on social media we're on the internet you can find us basically everywhere you listen to podcasts we're on every social so just if you want to support the show the way that you can support the show is by following us by interacting with us and by leaving us a review and a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcasts and if you want to follow me you can follow me at brock with no k on instagram so I just want to remind you that we do have a four-way stop podcast hotline that you can call and leave us a message, 612-666-9626, and we're giving away free rides, so if you want to get a free ride, we'll feature you on the podcast. Just call that number, give us a brief summary of your story. If we like it, we'll call you back, get in touch, and we will arrange for Brock to come pick you up. Yeah. Yeah, and other th- other than that, let's go for a ride and check out the next two stories. Yes, I do, sir. So, uh this was right when bars reopened uh after COVID. Okay. So, so what what yeah. time frame was that up it here? It was just about May, April, May 2020. It was only closed around here for like a month or two. Oh, okay. But it was a big deal when it was open. All the bars were packed. So I meet this girl, kind of knew her from before. And you now we're talking, blah, blah, blah. We go back to my place. We're, you know, kissing, sitting on the couch, blah, blah, blah. She goes, hey, I got to go use the restroom. I'm like, oh, okay. No problem. She's up there probably for about 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Sinks running the whole time. Didn't think it was that weird. I don't know. It's a girl. I'm not too concerned. Hopefully she's cleaning herself up. Yeah, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm pretty drunk, so I'm just like, you know, just making not it, even making re- it smell nice. Not and... even really thinking about it, because I'm like, okay, like, it's a girl, like, I don't know what she's doing to get ready to hook up or whatever, you know. So you're like, whatever. And done in the bathroom, she comes down, she kisses me, and she's like, oh, like, I got an Uber, I'm, I'm going to go, I got to go. Just, like, kind of abruptly. I'm like, yeah. oh, really? Oh, like, why? She's like, no, I got to go, like here's my number like i'll see you very soon like we gotta do this again like blah blah, blah. like okay that's kind of weird whatnot you know i'm chilling down there i'm probably what you're, were you thinking like what did i just do like yeah, what did i do that exactly i'm thinking like okay like did i do something to but whatever so i'm taking having a drink or two whatnot sitting on my couch watching tv and i go up to use my bathroom now and when i go up there there's fucking pubes everywhere and my shaver sitting right there she shaved her fucking pubes in my bathroom (laughs) and then fucking peace she shaved them left them everywhere and peace and i was like wait what the fuck like just everywhere just a mess like and like she hadn't shaved since covid started like it had been like months like and i'm like okay so that's why she peace like Obviously, but why though? Because and okay, I asked, now she was clean and I don't know, dude. I have no like. It must have just been like because it was COVID. Like, shit. Like, no one had been to the bars in fucking two months or three months or whatever at that time, and it was constantly closed for. But I actually confronted her about it, and she blocked my number. <laughs> <laughs> Worst choice, but she. Yeah, I wasn't gonna see her again after did, that. So. Did did she like? trim herself down and realize that her vagina was gross? I don't... All I know is she trimmed it up. 
She trimmed it, and then it was like, all right, this is a terrible choice. Let me get an Uber. So it could have been a little bit of a mixture of both. But the worst part, it was, it was a nice razor, too, so I had to fucking toss that oh, out, no. too. Yeah, so, but. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, that, you know, that's, I got a couple more, but that was one of the top ones that came like to mind. That. So. Yeah. All right, we got Charlie in the back seat. Charlie, you said you had a, a good fight story for us? Okay, I didn't say good. Okay. A funny I, fight I, story, I hopefully? I had a fight story. Yeah, kind of funny, actually. Okay, so I was in high school many moons ago. Yeah. And uh, this is back in Florida. So, you know, obviously it's going to be a bit of a spicy one. Too hot down there. People's <laughs> people's tempers are short. Yeah. Every, everyone's just kind of just really just something I've come to find out in the decade that I've been living up here. And like when I visit Florida is that just everyone is just kind of pissed. Like there's just, they're just low key, just <laughs> angry. And it's like, I don't get it. Like, you know, it's 70 degrees, 80 degrees, yeah, whatever, you yeah. know, proximity to the beach. Like, you know, in central Florida where I'm from, it's like it's everywhere. It's fine. Yeah. You know, it's like, why be so mad, mad about it? So I'm in high school. I'm, uh, it's during a phys ed. Okay. And I'm playing, playing volleyball with some of my buddies and, you know, we're, we're, we're having a blast, but every now and then right across the way, there's the basketball court. Yeah. Okay. And the basketball keeps like, you know, bouncing into our volleyball stuff and interrupting our games. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of, kind of problematic. Annoying. Yeah. Getting a little bit annoying. And so I think it was like the third or fourth time the basketball interrupted our game. Like I just, I just like chucked it like towards the hoop, probably bricked it because I was far away. Oh, I'm, been awesome I'm not you Steph Curry. It would have been awesome if you made <laughs> That would have been <laughs> like, amazing. Get your ball off our fucking court. Air Bud without the dog. <laughs> but uh, yes, and then the, the, um, the one dude, this one tall dude, like this big dude. Okay, okay big i mean taller than me kind of okay. lanky but yeah bigger than me whatever let's not get lost in the weeds like uh he's he's like he says to me he's like he's like yeah nice shot and he drops the drops drops the f slur on me okay like, i think <laughs> oh, we okay, you know, yeah, yeah. talked about yep. regarding homosexual homosexuality sure, sure. and stuff <laughs> and, and i was like pretty pissed about that whatever you know i'm, I'm not quick to temper i don't run hot so it's just like hey it's whatever, fine brush it off whatever yeah. It happens again, like maybe a minute or two later, the the ball, the basketball pops into our volleyball court, and so he, this dude, he 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 runs up to like go get it. I don't know. I think he he kind of had in his mind that like you know he wanted to start some shit anyway. Right. <laughs> I take the basketball, and I basketball pass it right into his fucking face <laughs> and he has braces too so this blood is good. just spurting everywhere <laughs> probably fucked up his teeth pretty good i hope good yeah but uh <laughs> yeah he like comes over and he's, he's like you motherfucker and like we both get into it and yeah despite him being taller than me like it was nice like i kind of get onto him and, like i'm like going to his face too <laughs> he's going for mine and uh the the pe teacher broke us up and um yeah, we're married now. Oh, awesome. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> we ended up being cool, though. Yeah. Just by virtue of just like, uh, I mean, okay, he can, the... he can scrap if yeah. he wants to. I mean, he's that's guys. To it. That's guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just it's just like that unspoken, stupid as fuck bro code. 
I'll throw you my best fight story from high school. So very different. Um, it was at a football game. I was not playing football. I think this was my you didn't play football. I did my gotcha. I did my freshman and sophomore <laughs> year. So it was a varsity game, and I was a freshman. I was a freshman, and we were at the game, and we were messing around like behind the concession stands. Yeah, and. There was a guy that I didn't care for. His name was Rob. He was a total douchebag. Well, a name like that. And clearly. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Rob's watching but, this. Uh, he, uh, for whatever reason, he took one of those giant dill pickles and threw it at me. And it got all, like, it hit me. I, I don't remember if it hit me in the face, but it was, like, all over my jacket. There's this pickle juice. I hate, I fucking hate pickles. I think they're gross. Yeah, I'm kind of I don't. Weird. I don't like the smell of them. So, like... I was pissed. He like got it all over my nice jacket, so I just went up to him and punched him in the face. Nice. And that was we both got suspended, and it was awesome. That's such a that's I was such like, a Rob move to a fucking pickle. <laughs> a fucking pickle, but <laughs> I mean, my favorite part is that he got suspended too for throwing the pickle, and I was like, "That's right, bitch. You didn't even get a punch in." And he came in. He, he came in after our suspension and like had a black eye and everything. I was like, "What's up, bitch?" <laughs> yeah, see where that pickle gotcha. Yeah. Days off from school, Don't motherfucker. Don't throw pickles at me, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chase, so I, I hate to admit it. I kind I I have a a pube story as well. Oh God! I, in my late in my late teens, was at my cousin's house and there was a couple ladies over and he was kind of hanging out with the one and I was like, all right, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll hang out with the other one. And you know, one thing led to another, and ended up in one of the bedrooms upstairs. She was like, oh, I'll be right back. Came back, whatever. Fooled around, good time, whatever. The <laughs> next day, I was kind of like, oh, I should probably get checked. Um, but then I found <laughs> I found out from my cousin a couple days later that she had used his roommate's shaver, <laughs> and there was just pubes all in it. Oh no! So sorry, Rob. Um, <laughs> that was a bummer. This, this episode is all connected. We've got Rob, Rob's revenge. We've got the pubes it's a different story. Rob, you know who you are. The Rob's pubes. Razors, it's all connected in this crazy mixed up universe of ours. And anyways, all right, guys, it's time once again to turn on your let's headlights. Let's not today wait any longer. Let's get into the special guest. Penny, that we or should have I call you? Right, let's, turn on, let's turn on the headlights. I mean, both both are pretty valid. Uh, I, I have to say, you're we got special guest Beckett Kenny, stand up comedian. Thank you so and much. I'm glad that it. you're bringing this up because I, I, the you know, I auditioned for Annie as a kid. I used to have that big, like, curly, like, red hair. Um, I auditioned for Annie, and they didn't give it to me hey because of homophobia. Hey, guys, it's Brock here real quick. I just wanted to put a disclaimer um, on the front end of like, this interview orphan. with Becca like Kenny that um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a dumbass and didn't put yeah, my no, mic on uh, <laughs> for the first, like, No, it was in the 2000s. The they ended up giving it uh, to a girl. Chase best to um, of course, let you cliche. be able to we've, we've all seen a girl the interviews Annie about before, Beckett, boring. So check him um, out. But then I was like one of the poor kids. I wasn't even one of the orphans. I was just one of like the poor kids. And um, I remember the dog who played Sandy humped me on stage. 
And then, and then, like, he started humping Annie, but, like, she was walking away, so it kind of looked like the dog was just dancing on her. Okay. <laughs> like, it was, like, a cute little moment, and the audience started applauding. I'm like, that dog is humping her. Like, this is not... <laughs> but, yeah. And and then I, I was in stage crew for a production of Annie, like, in high school, and I was helping a middle school production out, and... <laughs> two parts ended up dropping out, and I had to, like, jump in. But oh, I... You, were you, you were ready to go? Oh, well, I I was ready for Annie. I was I was like about to trip the bitch who played Annie down the stairs. But I I, I ended up playing uh, Bundles, the laundry guy, and the butler Drake. So there weren't okay. like big parts. Um, I I there there were these two. They told me the day of because the guy who played Bundles was going to be the principal. Okay. But then he had a heart attack. Like like in, for real in real life. Yes, oh, a real heart attack. He 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 was like the principal doing a cameo. Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. then the guy who played Drake the Butler. Did he? Was he okay? I don't know. I haven't followed we'll, up. We'll, I hope we'll follow so. up on that. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. Give you guys um, <laughs> um, I I didn't ever hear about him passing. I think so. I've assumed he's okay. been okay. That's good. That's good. Um, and then the other person was. He has got his foot run over by a tractor. Okay. And then, um, and then, but that was Where did you live? I lived in Peoria. Okay, Peoria, okay, that makes more sense. Which is, yeah, the, the CI Proud. Um, it, you know, Peoria is like an urban place. It's big, but yeah. it's, um, it, it definitely has access to that, like, four-wheeling. Right. Tra- you're, you know, you're truck not far, driving. You're not far from No, it. We're, we're surrounded by that. And that's, like, I spent my weekends with my grandparents most of the time. And they were in a town of 200. So, you know. Um, Small town USA. Definitely. And, uh, but he, he was going to go on with the, the tractor foot. Okay. But then he, um, he also got appendicitis. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so... <laughs> But then, like, they asked me to play Annie for this roast, and I was like, I've been waiting for this. That's awesome. So, the videos I'm talking about, where can people go check those out? You can check them out on my Instagram, at uh, BucketKenny, or my TikTok, which I believe is also at BucketKenny, if not at BeckettKenny. <laughs> so, if, try BucketKenny. If it doesn't work, then try BeckettKenny. Yeah. Um, definitely go check those out. Yeah, they're like they're like roasts that they do in like at the Laugh Factory and in Louisville, where like you play these different characters. There's a theme. That one was the roast of Broadway, okay. and so I was Annie, and then there were people playing like Hamilton and Mary Poppins and the Music Man and all that, and we all roasted each other. That's awesome. And I played her as like kind of like a drunk child star <laughs> who's like a Lindsay Lohan type kind. Yeah, Beckett. I don't know if you remember way back when I gave you a ride just like you were one of my rideshare riders. Do you remember that? I feel like I do. <laughs> you said though a year years ago and I was like I didn't think it was that long ago. Yeah, I think it was it was post like post pandemic like just coming out of it maybe mm-hmm. like March April or whatever and like you were definitely an influence of one of the people that encouraged me to get up on stage. So oh, wow, I, thank I, you. I thank you for that. <laughs> and that's kind of where where this podcast started was... Rock and roll. I want to get up on stage, but I can't afford to step away from my job to Definitely. do it. So, like, this is my way to, you know, communicate with you guys and showcase your work. And so, yeah, it's been a fun time. So we're on our way to Taco Bell right now. One of my favorite jokes from Beckett is... About him and his bad Uber ratings. We'll let you guys check that one out at the end of the show. How long have you been doing comedy? 
You know, um, I guess it's been about five years now, five years. which okay. is kind of insane. I started it when I was 18. I, I mean, I've been performing my whole life and okay. like I, I did, I was a competitive speaker for a long time. Nice. So, and, and I, I mostly did like the comedy part of that on my team. Um, that definitely helps with getting on stage too. Def- well, that was the biggest, I think, preparer for stand up of anything. And I, I feel like I was lucky to do that because I feel like a lot of people, when they first start stand up, they're inspired by someone very specific and they right. kind of imitate their voice. I've definitely like done jokes based. I feel like based on other people's like voices and styles and been inspired by other I mean, people. I think that and that's what comedy is. You take all these different comedic inspirations, definitely, and you mold them into your, your you know, you. Yes. But like, but all I, of that's involved with you know what you've loved over the years. Definitely. But I I think that I'm lucky in that I didn't. I I came into stand up. As a, at the very least, a very experienced performer and yeah. like kind of with a distinctive voice already. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it, it's funny too because when I started, it was in Peoria and um, <laughs> I, the Jukebox Comedy Club, which is is a great place. It's it's kind of a little a little <laughs> hole in the wall. For a long time, the owner had like a goat that just kind of lived there. Uh, like a, a real a real alive goat. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Um, I, I don't know that all the comedians who were there loved me. They, I think, honestly, they were a little bit jealous. Suck it. Uh, a little homophobic. Yeah. Um, but, right for- but some of them were, were really great and cool. Um, but, like, um, and there is a lot of talent there. But the great thing about Peoria was that, like, you got to, like, I kind of got to, like, be doing, like, longer sets fairly early. And, and it was oh, sure. easy to, like, get a lot of stage time. Yeah. Um, and then in Chicago, it's, like... I, I've been doing like 15 minute sets for a second and then I w- came back to Chicago and like I was doing open mics here and it was like three minutes which yeah. is a completely it's, different thing yeah, you, yeah. Um, and you can kill a 15 minute set and then a three minute set though that's like so little time and so now I feel like I kind of have both of those muscles worked out a little better where yeah. it's like I can get up there and I, I can do 45 seconds and I'll get a laugh but <laughs> right or yeah, I can do awesome. a longer set just and, one hit it one so, where where can we check you out? Where can we see you out out in Chicago? Um, I run a monthly show at the Laugh Factory, um, called Sachet. It's the queer show there. Um, it's every final Friday of the month. It's okay. it is a a really genuinely extremely fun show. Um, a lot of the people who buy tickets do not know it is a queer show when they buy tickets. <laughs> Good. So I've had some people tell me like, have people know, walked out? Yeah. Oh, awesome. uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Of I'm running them out. I'm chasing them. Uh, but, but, um, uh, no, uh, I've had some people be like, you know, I, uh, I didn't think I'd like this at the beginning. I didn't know it was a queer show and I don't like that st- and I'm stuff, but you were really funny. And that's one of those things that's kind of like, it's nice that it, I, I a, was funny enough to kind of cure your homophobia. Right, uh, right. But it also kind of fucking sucks right. that you, like... You're, you still have... Yeah, you have those views. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And it is something... I've, I've had, like, people, like, jump up on stage you hope, and, like... You hope that those kind of interactions like that do change their mind and they grow from it. And definitely. become better people. So we are here at Taco Bell. We're going to just keep everything rolling, I guess. Taco Bell, would you like to try a mac and cheese? I mean, I've been having a fun summer. 
Yeah. Yeah. What have you been up to this summer? I well, I just got, I just finally got like a kind of adult job, okay. making a little more money than I ever have, and I, I've just kind of been trying to live it up. Do the do do the like I I mean twenty my twenty one my summer of twenty one was the how pandemic. Old are you? How, how oh, okay. I'm so twenty three. So this has kind of been my first su- last summer. I I mean everyone was out, but I was in Peoria with my parents for okay. the pandemic again. Um. And so this summer has been my first summer. It's like I'm young. I'm in the big city. I have a little a little extra change. Right. Uh, I live it up. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I like. I recently I went to a like a, a club with some of my friends, and I got this. She, my friend, my girlfriend. She she asked me to um, keep her keys. We did go back to her apartment, and I know she had to use the keys to get in. I must have then stolen the keys again, and I drunkenly thought they were my keys, and ended up trying to get into my apartment with them for like an hour, <laughs> like an like forever. And these aren't keys that like it's like oh these are so neutral like they could be anyone's key. like they have like a bunny on them that I do <laughs> not have. I kept I was like so confused. I was so messed. I also did a little. Have you? I feel like you have. Have you ever tried poppers? I have not. I would advise against it, to be okay, honest. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I I never I, really had any desire, but like, so yeah, no. I it's not. definitely not. Um, Surprisingly, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely more marketed towards my demographic. I would say okay. more of a, but um, I think that's what that's part of what what I I it took me too far. Uh, so that, we've had some fun with poppers. I did have some fun with poppers, uh, not the jalapeno kind. Yeah. Um, those I can get down on. Absolutely. <laughs> now those, uh, no problems. That, well, <laughs> besides digestive, right? We, right but right. O- overall, a, pretty solid. I mean, we know how this Taco Bell is going to end up later. So. Absolutely. <laughs> um, God bless. Sometimes you got to take take the risks. Take yeah, they yes. take the. Do- I I feel like. Um, <laughs> It's that kind I, of weekend. I, I know you're like you're like you're like. Listen, we've had a lot of shit. I I, I do. I, this was a joke I tried to make work for a while. Where I was like I was like shitting. It's like the hangover for food. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> Which is a dumb premise. <laughs> I mean, th- there's not a lot of premises left. You there's gotta, not a lot. You, you, gotta, you gotta come up with something. No, you you gotta you gotta remix or yep, or um, yep. yeah. You got a red light special. Let's take a couple bites. Yeah, I'm. I might be entering my monogamy era. I've I've never had a boyfriend before, and I'm I'm dating a guy, and I think I think things are going well. Oh, nice. There we go. I um I invited him to a show. So I've never invited somebody to a show like on a date or something because I I, think I don't. I, it seems sociopathic, right? But you I'll, you got You have to be very confident in yourself to one hundred percent. Yeah, I I am um pretty confident <laughs> yeah i mean you're very good i've, I've watched but, a lot of your stuff and but but um but i would i i would say that that um so I, but i i i thought it was psycho and i i see people like who bring their their girlfriends to, like all like open mics and stuff and i'm always like i i do feel a little bad for the girlfriend a little bit every time unless unless they're involved in the scene or something if they're that's involved a whole, in the that's scene, a whole well, yeah. story if, if you're a comedian and you're you're doing it together that's actually pretty cool but yeah um 
I invited it, but all my straight like male friends they were like no bring them to a show like you kill you look so cool every you're like commanding this room like it's so hot and I'm yeah. like I'm like okay okay they convinced me and so I did it I invited to him to the show at Lincoln Lodge it was a hot lineup I was excited he ended up being the only audience member um, in the show oh that wasn't a comedian or just at all um, that, that at all, at all. Um, I mean, <laughs> the comedians were not singing the audience. I think I was the only comedian who was there on time. Um, oh, Jesus. That sounds was, about right. And, um, <laughs> and it was, it did end up getting canceled. So I, I, I was like, I that's was like, about fucking, I, this is what I get for listening to straight male comedians. Right. Because <laughs> don't, yeah, don't yeah, take that, their advice. That's my biggest mistake. Um, but, uh, we, I think we ended up, I ended up turning it around. We kind of like walked around, went to a ramen place and then we, we circled back to Lincoln Lodge and ended up making out in the bathroom at the Lincoln Lodge. And have you been to the Lincoln Lodge? Which, which bathroom? The clown one? It was the clown themed bathroom. <laughs> we did make out in the clown themed bathroom at Lincoln. It's in between. That's the one I always use. Well, <laughs> Not it, anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's in between the clown themed bathroom and the just a pure white bathroom. And honestly, the white bathroom is a little grosser. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it would, you shouldn't make – actually, so many bathrooms are white, and it feels like – well, maybe you Couldn't should you make them white. you just found an empty room? <laughs> There's a ton of rooms in there. But, like <laughs> – Whatever. Listen, li- there's nothing. There's nothing. Listen, you gotta, you gotta hook up in the um, the clown bathroom. The clown bathroom yep. for the bed. Yep. You have to hook up in the clown bathroom for the bed. And um, since then, we've hung out a few times, and I think things are are going pretty good. Um, I've, I like, um, and now I finally, I before I was a. Uh, not before I was a comedian because I was doing comedy the whole time, but before yeah. I was a stand-up at the Laugh Factory and I ran a show there, um, I actually was in the box office there. Okay. And I remember every single person who was in like my class of people who started working at the Laugh Factory, every server, all the managers. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't be saying this. This, this <laughs> oh, might get me in trouble. Every single one of them. Don't just don't name names. No, well, no names, no names. I'm saying every single one of them. I'm like, pick a name. But no. <laughs> um, every single one of them uh, followed the rules. No. Um, every single one of them has hooked up in the Laugh Factory at some point. Has, like, has like has like hooked up. I mean, the kitchen wasn't a kitchen for a long time, so it was kind of okay. It's not like... Yeah. But now it's a kitchen, so probably... I don't no, think people don't are hooking up, up the there kitchen. still. Yeah. But but um, they are. but like in in like in like one of the closets and like in like uh, in the office, you know, people were hooking up and I finally hooked up and I never got to hook up in the laugh factory <laughs> at all and that has been a goal of mine and I finally hey. hooked up in the office at <laughs> hey, the laugh there factory. We go. God bless. I'm a real comedian now. I feel, I feel <laughs> Thank you guys for riding along with us today. Hope you all made it home safe. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe so that episodes will be sent to you every week. That's all. Bye-bye.